The fall. We believe that all men are created equal. To the magnificent mosaic that is America. From radio beacon to radio beacon. I have a dream. Change has come to America. Believe me. Help is on the way. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hey! It's a figment of your imagination. Randy Roach. Turn up your mind. Can you think of any laws that give government the power to make decisions about uh, the male body? <laughs> uh, I'm happy to answer a uh, more specific question. But male versus female. <laughs> there are um, medical procedures. Okay. Uh, that, the government get, that the government has the power to make a decision about a man's oh, body? I thought you were asking about medical procedures no, that are I, unique to I, men. I can, I, I'll, I'll, I'll repeat the question. Can you think of any laws that give the government the power to make decisions about the male body? I'm not, a, I'm not a thinking of any right now, Senator. What a brilliant jurist. Aren't you proud that we put him on the uh, Supreme Court of the United Such a brilliant, brilliant jurist. <laughs> I love beer, squee. I love beer. Um, yeah. So if men could get pregnant, don't you think? I mean, listen, I'm not the one that invented this uh, expression. You can, you can look it up. Uh, but th- th- there are plenty of women uh, who have come before me who told you that if men got pregnant, abortion would be a sacrament right? But here's the truth. The truth is that there are no laws that, you know, intrude into a man's, uh, you know, body. There's just nothing. I mean, you have Tucker Carlson on the Fox News suggesting that you might want to tan your testes. You know, you have that. And uh, you know what? At this point, if I had testes and tanning them would cure COVID, I just might do it. You know, I still have the COVID. I tested this morning. I am so pissed. How's my hair? How's my hair? I, I, you know, it's Wednesday. I can't even go to the salon. I had to clean my own self. I have to clean my own self now. I have to do my own, this straw that is on top of me, this is called hair is what, but uh, yeah, I mean, there are no laws that, uh, you know, delve into a man's procreative life, which is insane. Insane when you consider that women are fertile for what? How many days a month? Depends on your cycle, I guess. Uh, let's just assign it some uh, some time period of uh, a week. Let's just say you're fertile for a week. You know that men can impregnate a woman 365 days a year? Do you understand that? And we do nothing at all about that fact. We don't intrude. We don't impose. We don't legislate. We don't uh, leave it to the states to decide. This is uh, this is a, a, a very bad uh, o- overlooking of the cause of the pregnancy in the first place. This is an oversight by our government. And if we're going to live in a freaking theocracy, if we're going to be regulated by religious tyranny, if we're going to have to live in a white, male, Christian-dominated religious society... Uh, which violates the Constitution's Establishment Clause and everything that comes after it, then we need to regulate men's ability to impregnate, uh, you know, anything because they have that ability every single day of their lives, even when they're freaking 80, 
even when they're 80. You have men that are fathers at 80 years old, new fathers to newborns. This is an oversight, I must say. Now, you know that if men could get pregnant, then you could get an abortion at the Starbucks drive-thru. Yeah, you know, uh, I'll have uh, Plan B in a Grand A cup, please, with, uh, you know, a little half and half, not milk, half and half, over ice. Thank you. Drive up, please. And, and, you know, you could probably get, a, you know, some sort of a, a procedure in, a, in the Walmart, even cheaper. Even cheaper than the Starbucks, because we know the Starbucks is fancy. $5 for a cup of coffee. So, I mean, this is just, this is insane. This is really insane. So what is it really about? It makes no sense, obviously. So what is this nonsense? What is it about? Here's the ugly, ugly truth of it all. This is about burning down democracy. This is about taking the American compact, the agreement that all unenumerated rights, meaning the things that weren't named specifically in the Constitution, that government has the ability to either decide or legislate on all the unenumerated rights, the things that were not discussed, belong to you. That's the compact. That's the way America works. And that's why you have all these people in this country who maybe up until yesterday or today when it's all now sinking in, uh, maybe they understand now that it's exactly backwards in their world, that the unenumerated rights, according to what Alito wrote, and yes, it's authentic. He said that was, that was his writing, and everybody knew it was his writing because it's caustic, it's dismissive, it's, it's ugly, it's, it's, it's an act, there's no middle ground there, it's not an incrementalist approach, it's not, hey, let's do the 15-week or let's do the, you know, uh, let's, let, let's change the line from viability, meaning that this, uh, this, this, this zygote, this fetus, this embryo can live without me hosting it, right? Can survive outside of me. That would be the cutoff, okay? That would be the, the point in time when I lose my ability to choose a path for myself, right? Let's, uh, let's just, you know, move that. Let's move that to like, uh, you know, a randomly selected 15 weeks or a randomly selected, uh, you know, period of time less than 23 weeks. Let's just do that. No, this is saying you don't have a right to privacy. And you know what? If you don't have a right to privacy as a female, then you don't have a right to privacy as a male. You don't have a right to privacy as anything. As an adult, as a child, you have no rights at all, none. Because what he writes in this thing, this disgusting thing, that takes away constitutionally protected rights that we've relied on for 50 years. Oh my God. If he's right, then check this out. We have become some sort of a um, religious, tyrannical, white, I'll just say white nationalist, uh, authoritarian uh, place in which we live. It's no longer a democracy, obviously, because you have 330 million people that will be affected in one way or another by this decision, right? At least half of those are, <laughs> are the female kind. So you have about 100 million people, let's just say, because we exclude children, from this, uh, you know, ability to um, lose a right, 
So 100 million people obviously affected by this. And then the men who love them are also affected by this. So a grand total of, I'll say, you know, uh, 200 million people. And then, of course, if that's the deal, if, if the zygote takes uh, precedence over a living, breathing female or over a living, breathing family or over, uh, you know, anything, anything at all, because religion which is the only reason, then we all know that marriage is on the table, of course, right? And then what about divorce, you guys? What about that? If marriage can be regulated <laughs> in such a way that only people that, you know, uh, the five people on the Supreme Court, five. This is what I'm saying. It's not a democracy anymore. So you have all these millions of people I just, uh, you know, showed you affected by a decision of five people, five. Now, you know that I, I know a lot of uh, Christian evangelicals believe that this was the answer to their prayer. I would say listen a little harder, listen a little closer because the religion under which this particular decision was achieved is not your religion. No, it's not evangelical Christianity at all. It's Catholicism. Uh-huh. And what's interesting about that is that means that if they can regulate or take away the right to privacy and take away things that aren't enumerated in the Constitution, <laughs> then they could take away divorce. Divorce.